Welcome to Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm Eugenie Flexer Roger. My brothers and sisters in Christ join me every other Wednesday as we work out these three perspectives in our everyday lives. That's what I call Christian genuflexing. Welcome back, everybody. This is the show, Faith, Reason, and Geekdom, where we hit the three perspectives. One show may be all three, Faith, Reason, Geekdom being hit. Another type of episode might be only one or maybe two. Today, we're going to kind of hit it from mainly from the reason. The reason, because as you guys know, the recent news, Supreme Court justices last week are hearing the oral arguments for the abortion, mainly from the Mississippi one. This could potentially overturn Roe versus Wade. Last week this happened. Now we're moving forward. This is going to be good because I think I'm confident that we're going to get this thing overturned. So God bless everybody. Pray hard. Pray. Now you have one side of the court that is going to want to uphold Roe versus Wade. The other side, hopefully, Amy Comey Barrett, some of the other ones, hopefully they will hold it up because what's at stake right now is the abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. So they're going to uphold that Mississippi abortion law. God willing, God willing, we're going to do that. So it, it, it's it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. But that 1973 decision that established a constitutional right, so-called constitutional right to abortion, prohibited states from banning the procedure before fetal viability around 23 weeks. This has got to go. There's enough of this. It's been enough of this. Um, I, as a as a Christian, we believe that no human being, innocent human being, should just be killed. There's, there's no reason that for no innocent human, especially the young, especially the very young. We're, we're bigger. We're stronger. Uh, we can't we can't let this go by. So hopefully we get this taken care of. But the reason why also I wanted to talk about this is um, I'm going to try a new little segment. It's going to be called bird hunting. So I'm going to get on Twitter and we're going to go see what's happening in the the uh, wonderful, beautiful totally peaceful, totally fruitful world of Twitter. And we're going to jump on that and see how it goes. I specifically for this time, I want to talk about uh, some comments that I had put and responses that people gave me. Now I can sit back and have time to flush them out more because as you know, Twitter only gives you certain amounts of words and I'm not going to play the game back and forth. And I usually don't get into that back and forth, back and forth. It seems to me for whatever reason, once every other month, I allow myself to do that and I get roped up in it and then there's a response and then you wait and then they respond. It's too much time. We have more better, more things we should be doing with our time, praying, spending time with God, being with our families, doing productive works. But every now and then, you know, it might be necessary just to every now and then to keep it in balance. Uh, We got to do temperaments and make sure that we're not always on it. Uh, But this is some tweets that I put. Again, this is called bird hunting, new segment. Hopefully, maybe we can we can get this and let's work this out from the, the reason perspective. Now, 
on Twitter. I went on Twitter and I saw a post. Now I I since cannot go back on there uh, because apparently I didn't know. I just found that out like today uh, that I've been been blocked from following and viewing uh, the tweets from this uh, David uh, Rothakoff. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name right. I guess he's an author. You know, DJ uh, Rothakoff or whatever. I'm, I'm butchering that. I'm sorry. Just, it's, I'm butchering it just as bad as the arguments for abortion that I've heard. So, yeah, just just as bad. Uh, but, yeah, so I've been blocked and, you know, can't do anything about that. But I don't remember the exact uh, quote he said because I cannot find it. Uh, but it was something as in regards to saying how much, how, how, how sad, how sad it's going to be. So sad. That abortion is going to be taken away, and it can't the the slaughter of millions of babies is going to stop. So he 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 wasn't too happy. Let's just say that he wasn't too happy about that. So he put a Twitter uh, Twitter post, and you know I responded, um, and then other people started responding too. Uh, the one that I can't see because the other ones I can't because I got you know blocked and banned. Uh, but this one, uh, some medical, I guess apparently. Um, uh, I guess a doctor or so, supposedly. Uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, full full ma- full mask on, of course. Uh, not not only just the mask, full face shield, face shield. So two double masking in the profile pic. Um, it says, let me just read what she had had put as well. Meanwhile, Catholic countries like Ireland and several South American countries have legalized abortion. It is unimaginable what is happening in this country. I understand that we have. Hard, had critical times in American politics and society, but, but before, but historically speaking, I believe. Huh. Anyway, but so she's lamenting that, saying that, oh, these Catholic countries, you know, legalize abortion and look what we're going to do. Uh, hopefully, again, God willing. So I guess she's very mad at that. So th- that's what prompt me to also respond because, you know, Catholics, you must. I'm not too sure. I'm just going to take an educated guess and say she must identify as Catholic because she's specifically saying Catholic country. So that, that's that's what leads me to believe that. Uh, so I just, you know, put a little uh, response and it just said, let me read you my tweet. Embryologist E.L. Potter says, every time a sperm cell and ovium unite, a new being is created, which is alive and will continue to live unless its death is brought about by some specific condition, unquote. So that's a quote that I had posted there. And then now let's go into a little bit of the response. Here's a response from somebody from notes from Nanny Charbaby. I guess. I mean, these names are horrific, too. They're just a bunch of jumbled up letters and words put together. Uh, Somebody responded, says, this is them, quote, which, of course, is why we make sure to give every woman who could possibly become pregnant free health care and access to uh, therapists that make sure the children will be as healthy as possible. A child that will benefit from excellent health care and education, dot, dot, dot. Pretty much trying to do the, and I just responded as red herring fallacy. Now, even if we should do and provide best medical care, and we should take care of children that are poor, uh, born children, and the mothers, we actually should, and the Catholic Church does that. Um, This is a red herring fallacy to pull away from the real question. So the real question, as I put, let me just stop here real quick, and as I put in my first response is, 
it, what are the or what are the unborn and the answer to that should tell us what to do and how to treat them and should we kill them or not should we kill them that's that's the whole thing you need to focus on you need to focus on the real question not about education and not about health care which are important things but the thing that we must stop is the killing of the young the innocent human beings that's the thing that we have to stop let me let me continue and uh, another person jumped in from abnormal wrench wow that's okay so this is this is what they put this is why we must monitor every women's cycle and treat any miscarriage as a crime scene to where as i quote a natural miscarriage is not the direct willing to end a human's life let me pause on this right now. So what what is what the uh, abnormal uh, wretch um, has put, hey, that, that's that's what they call themselves. Um, what they what they put is is pretty much like saying that oh a miscarriage is a crime scene, which I, I I've heard this before and I don't understand it. So let me pause on this. Uh, what they're saying is an unfortunate, a sad case of a miscarriage, which it's very very difficult um and in our prayers and thoughts go out to anyone anyone who's ever had this or known somebody who's had to to deal with or somebody close to them had a miscarriage you know how horrible a feeling it is you know how sad it can be you know how hard people could take it but that is something that happens in nature sadly that it happens in nature nobody wills a miscarriage otherwise it's not called a miscarriage and could be criminal if somebody deliberately willed the miscarriage of of a wife or like think about that if somebody did that that that's that's not the same thing so they're saying oh well then somebody miscarriages that's a crime no it's not because it's not the direct killing like i quoted like i said in my tweet it's two different things to willingly directly kill the fetus is 100% different from a mother who did not will it and naturally had a miscarriage. So, I mean, I don't understand why that's just, I don't know. It's plain and simple. It should be. It's way different. Let me continue and read from Christian Rolu, who says, quote, Unless its death is brought about by some specific condition. Yes, like the mother's choice. Where I response, the direct killing of an innocent human life. Yes. I guess what he's trying to say is, yes, it's the mother's choice. To whereas I would say is it's exactly that's it shouldn't be a choice, the direct innocent killing of a human life it that that should not be a choice that we have. We we shouldn't will that. Let me continue from another responder. I guess Nanya, response from uh, Nanya, cool. How does the embryo live on, on its own without the support of a womb? Question mark. As to where I would put. The embryo is exactly where it's supposed to be in the womb. Pause on this real quick. Again, this is, goes back to the viability. People are like, oh, well, it can't survive outside of the womb. What does that matter? What, why does that matter? What is the, the teleology of, of birth? What is the teleology of the womb, the uterus? What is it made for? What is it made for? What does it matter if... The fetus can't survive outside. I cannot survive underwater. I cannot survive on the moon. And just because I'm not viable in space or underwater doesn't mean I'm a, uh, that I'm not a living human being, member of the, the human race that, sh that should be just killed. 
So viability, and I don't. That's what I don't like about the aura arguments. Uh, people are like, "Oh, viability." I understand what they're trying to do. I think, but that really doesn't matter. Vi- viability or not, viability or not, it's exactly where it's supposed to be. Oh, as we continue, here's some more from uh, Paul Nelson. He puts to that to every bug you kill. I'm sick of people picking and choosing what's equal and what isn't. If a life is a life, stop eating literally everything. Everything you eat is alive until it isn't. As to I respond as it's not just life. It's we shouldn't directly kill an innocent human life. Call me biased. Seeing a dead rat isn't the same as seeing a dead human. Pause on this. So the new guy jumps in and I guess... Um, I guess he might be vegan or doesn't eat anything because he's saying pretty much saying that the bug, a bug, if I kill a bug, it's like killing a human life. And again, that's that's a misconception. When we say pro-life, that doesn't mean that every single a bug, a fly, a rat that you kill. Oh, my God, we must protect every. No, no, it's the innocent, unborn human life, the human life. I'm not saying tit for tat a life. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to, to kill flies. You know, like I wouldn't be able to do any of that. And and he's telling me, um, yeah, to stop eating literally everything. This is a straw man fallacy, straw man fallacy to try to say my position should uh, be against every single death of a living, a living thing. I get anything that have life, which is, again, just ridiculous, ridiculous. It's getting away from the real argument. Very ridiculous. I'm not too sure why people would say this argument. So. The main focus of this, I just wanted to tweet, and there's more, but I'm not going to go into all of them. But the, I just kind of wanted to focus on these real quick. It's just there is a bias. Yes, I am biased for human life. You can call me biased. I I, I don't mind. I'm not going to get offended. You're not going to you're not going to hurt my feelings uh, if saying I care about a, a human's dead body more than than an animal's dead body or insect's dead body. Yes, I am very biased, guilty as charged. But this this argument is is so irrational. Is I, I wonder if if this guy if he doesn't stop eat anything that's alive. So plants, salad, this is just a genocide of, of vegetables together. Like I I don't I don't get this argument. And uh, it's it's one of the one of the I mean there's many worse ones. I don't know many many worse ones. But they're just saying that that uh, I, I can't eat nothing because I'm for life. That's not true. Self-defense. I, I'm I'm for self-defense. Somebody breaks in your home, and you stop them and, and you kill them in the process. Um, that's self-defense. Not saying I'm not a pacifist. Where the pro-life movement shouldn't be categorized as a as absolute a pacifist that we don't kill anything ever that's living, including a bug, as as this person says. A bug. A bug is is what he thinks of when he thinks of the unborn. I find that very, very disturbing. I find that extremely disturbing. Uh, let me let me let me go on. Continue um, this one. Uh, the Scorp report. He comes. He jumps in. Everybody jump jumping in randomly and says says. Uh, he says this. Your opinion is to put a woman's life and health risks as well as taking away her rights because of your strong belief in a guy who walked on water and turned water into alcohol. Believe in what you want. But keep out of educated people's business. To where I reply, first, principle double effect. In the rare case of life, 
do the thing that will save the woman. An abortion isn't needed. Two, I never brought up religion. We shouldn't kill an innocent human life, period. Three, I could also say keep your belief out of educated people's business. And then Paul Nelson jumps in, feels the need to, to come in, fly in, and, and save the day again with his, his wonderful arguments. Human, And he says, quote, Human life isn't viable up to a certain point. Yes, you are bringing religion in, in it. You use religion to decide when a life is a life. Also, what life is worth more than another? Human life is no more important than animals in the universe unless you bring religion into it. And I respond with, it's science what a fetus is, lol. Double effect. Philosophy, look into it. Still haven't brought up religion. You seem to have a hard-on for that, though. Maybe that was that, that, that might have been a, a tad bit uncharitable. So I, I, maybe I can admit that. Uh, as where he responds to, it's science that says when, via, when viable. I brought up religion once. It is religion thinks this world is here for humans. You are using religion as well with other factors, but religion is still part of it. Humans aren't more important. Without the rest, we wouldn't exist. To where I quote, am, am I viable underwater or space? The unborn are in their natural environments. And just because I don't put humans and animals on equal level doesn't mean I don't respect and take care of animals. Location and development shouldn't get the unborn killed. The the argument that, that the guy, again, one of the guys was making is that um, it's a religion thing. As one of the other guys, a Scorp report says, based on a strong belief that guys that walk on water again, he's just, you know, taking pop shots. And even though I, I never once brought up religion, you just, you know, throwing it in there, of course, also, you know, um, faith, reason and geekdom. So I guess he's just assuming, uh, well, he, he would seem correct that I, I would believe in, in God and the Bible. Uh, but my arguments don't have that in there at all. None of my arguments I made ever, ever brought religion into it. It, it's about uh, human life and when should we kill it. Also talks about the woman's life and health risks. It's extremely, extremely rare. And when and when that happens, this Catholic teachings and, and, and would show us the principle of double effect is you do the thing that takes care of it. For example, um, if if there's cancer, a very dangerous cancer must be treated. Then you make that decision and you treat the cancer. The unattended, unintended effect will be the fetus uh, probably will die, may may not, but probably it will die. But you didn't will it. You're not willing. The, that's the key. You're not willing the direct killing of the fetus. You are aggressively attacking the cancer. And under cases with uh, the fallopian tube, something goes wrong. You can do that. So um, I, I might give them a little bit of pass because a lot of people don't realize that. But um, they should, and ignorance is is not. Uh, it's not going to be an excuse in getting off. So I, I explained that, and of course the other guy, Paul, uh, jumps in here and says uh, oh, again with the viability, viability. You know, it, it, again it doesn't. And again he says with, oh, uh, what life is more than the other? Human life is no more important than animals in this universe. Wow, wow, wow. I, I hope that guy never gets a job as like a bus driver. Or like a, a party planner or a kid's Chuck E. Cheese coordinator or any anything that has the public. He, from his views on human life, I mean, 
that's pretty bleak, and I, I reject exactly what he's saying. I reject everything he's saying. And then we talked about science, of course, and he says, you know, oh, well, it's science when it's viable. And that's, yeah, yeah, science could show when, when it's viable. But again, what does viability have to do with it? What does viability have to do with it? But I find it funny because the science is clear. When the fetus, they, they can know, is it alive? Science can show that, of course, it's alive. Um, what's the DNA? What are the parents? Human, of course, it's a human. It's a member of the Homo sapien. So we can clearly see when life, it's not like we know, like, nobody knows. It's a secret. When does life begin? No, we know exactly if something is taking in energy, if nutrients, and it's growing, and it's developing, and it's alive. Guess what? It's alive. It is a life. Science is on our side. I find it funny uh, that when making certain arguments about certain issues, well, people say, I just want to, I just want the science. Just, just show me the science. That's all I want to do. Just show me the science. You show them the science. They're like, Oh, this is a, it's a more of a philosophical question. It's more, this is more of a philosophical question. But then when you, when you do the same thing, when it comes to God, giving philosophical answers, it's like, Oh, I, just, I don't care about that philosophy. I, I just want the science on, on, is there a God? Show me the science, you know? So I find it funny that they kind of do a little little switcheroo when it comes to the abortion because science is clearly, the science is clearly on the pro-life side. I mean, and again, we, we continue, we're going to wrap this up, but uh, uh, after I, I talk about, you know, um, the viability and it doesn't matter and everything, um, uh, he says, development does matter. It's when life starts, another point you don't get to decide. You're deciding what and when a life is a life. Once again, feel it shouldn't all you want, but you don't get to decide that. Viable is more than inside. Viable is more than inside and outside. And then I just just ask him, what is a fetus? And that's pretty much I'll end it there. The number one question you should go back to as uh, Trent Horn and many others would use similar tactics or not tactics but similar strategies you have you have to use strategies because people will go off on this stuff that's not even related or loosely loosely related you have to stay the number one thing you have to get to is the main baseline what are the unborn what is a fetus what are the unborn get keep going back to that question because again the answer to that that decides what should we do with them they're innocent. They're the young, just as uh, uh, you know, an embryo is not a, uh, um, a toddler and a toddler is not a, um, a teenager and so on and so on. It's If we all wind back the clock, we would all start as a fetus. We're living. We're taking in nutrients. The location shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter if we're in the womb where we should, where the fetus should be, where the fetus, it's its natural environment, or we're outside. It shouldn't matter the size. Oh, we're, we're so tiny. You know, we're, we're little. Size shouldn't matter. Development shouldn't matter. Okay, a 12th grader or even, man, even a, a third grader is vastly more developed than an infant out of the womb. It shouldn't matter the development. None of that stuff should matter. It's a human being. People have to have to sit back and like actually think about these things. Viability. Call me biased. You know, I, I'm fine with people saying that, that I care about human beings more than just regular animals or a squirrel or a raccoon. Guilty as charged. I'm fine with that. 
I'm I'm 100% fine with that. I think most of the world would choose my side. I think most of the world uh, could see my side is better. I think I have the more humane side for society, for the world. And people that make comments like that, maybe they just hate humanity so much and hate the world. Do see that. I see a lot of people loving animals a lot more than humans, which is sad. And we're to take care of animals, too. It doesn't mean we hate animals, as the guy implies. None of that. And then, again, taking away the choice. Again, choice to do what? I'm for women's rights. Rights to what, though? Rights to what? There are certain things we cannot do with our bodies to come in contact with other people's bodies. And to directly kill a fetus in the womb, that is interfering on the unborn who cannot speak. Existence is good. That's what I would say. So these arguments on Twitter, hopefully that was fun. You know, this is the first time doing this, so I hope you guys bear with me. First time doing it. And again, Twitter, it's so hard to follow the threads. Sometimes you get lost. I get lost in it. And that wasn't even all of them. That was just some of them. But the threads, it's so hard to follow like a web, just a web tangle to get it all tangled like a toddler's shoes and getting in knots and double knots and all that stuff. So it's kind of, kind of hard to follow. But hopefully we'll do that. Bird hunting, going on Twitter and responding. Yeah, so hopefully you hopefully we'll do another episode of bird hunting, you know. Um, but this has been Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. Again, please, everybody, pray. Pray that the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. And if they do that, it's still not over. We still got to pray. Get with your friends. Get with the church. Do whatever you can. Again, interact with people in a charitable, peaceful way. Uh, it's not always hard. And sometimes we need to be tough. Sometimes we need to be tough and say, look, what you're... What you're saying is ridiculous. You're giving ridiculous arguments. They don't follow each other. Your arguments don't follow. We need to do that. We don't have to be experts, but we we need to get into that. Um, Again, there's a a book called Persuasive Pro-Life by Trent Horn. There's many other books. There's many uh, books you can read, lectures you can find. There's debates that you can find online with people that know their stuff. You know, not just some random people. Um, hopefully, you guys learned something. This show is mainly about having fun. Okay, this is this is mainly a Christian show about having fun, uh, putting our our faith, seeing our faith in our society and culture, and talking about it. And I am no expert by any means. All right, I'm not a doctor, doctor of of, of biblical or doctor of of medical or anything like that. I'm just an a, an enthusiast. I'm passionate about this. I love this. I have a lot of resources, time, and the will to do these things. So I like to read upon this. I like to study. Uh, I've read many books on the subject. I've heard literally over hundreds, way over, dare I say even a a thousand or so, but a lot, let's put it this way, over the last few years, several years, hundreds and hundreds of hours of of dialogues with the pro-choice side, uh, talking to the pro-life. I've talked to many people. Um, So again, I'm no expert at all, but uh, I could definitely point to people in their field, and if you put the evidence and you lay out all the evidence for both sides, it's pretty clear which one is the more rational, which is the more humane, and what is the right, what is the right side. So be on the right side of history. Uh, join the pro-life movement. If you guys can donate or do uh, anything you can to help with your time, talent, and treasure, that would be amazing. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys could please give me a five-star rating on Apple 
a podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, get the word out. Let's push this episode. Let's push this podcast. I would very, very, very much appreciate it. God bless. Godspeed. Take care.